This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Off turn four, white flag is in the air. Christopher Bell takes it. He sets sail for turns one and two, trying to walk off. For the second time in the last four weeks, Christopher Bell has been in a do-or-die situation. He is still alive. Final time in a three. Christopher Bell from the line. He had to win, and he's going to win. Here comes Christopher Bell. He'll score the win. Further back, Ross Chastain. Chastain did a video game move. Drove it and never lifted. Put it against the safer barrier in turn three. Never lifted all the way around the turn. And Ross Chastain passes Denny Hamlin. Ross Chastain will get into the playoff. I cannot believe what I just saw. He came down the back straightaway wide open. Never lifted. Almost 70 miles per hour faster than anybody. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Lou Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. It works fast, and you won't stink. And by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you getting ready for championship weekend in Phoenix. But there are still unattended matters from Martinsville to deal with. We're going to have a NASCAR Live backtracks of Sunday's wild finish at the Martinsville Speedway. That one left a lot of folks talking this week. We're going to look back on each of the NASCAR Cup Series championship fours seasons. We're also going to preview championship races for the Xfinity and NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Todd Gordon and Dave Moody are going to join me for a fast forum as we button up Martinsville, but also preview Phoenix all at the same time. First, to get us going, as he always does, Kyle Ricky is here and on the scene with a check of the latest NASCAR headlines. Kyle? Mike, we head into the final week of the 2022 season with some very positive news. Alex Bowman will be back behind the wheel of his Hendrick Motorsports number 48 car this weekend in Phoenix. Bowman has missed the last five races after suffering a concussion at the Texas Motor Speedway in September. Noah Gregson has piloted the number 48 in Bowman's absence, but now the showman will return to reunite with crew chief Greg Ives in what will be Ives' final race atop the pit box as he will step away at the conclusion of the season. And in more positive news, a driver who has been waiting nearly a decade for an opportunity has found one. 
Big Machine Racing announced over the weekend that Parker Kligerman will be behind the wheel of their number 48 car for the full NASCAR Xfinity Series schedule in 2023. This season, Kligerman has driven a part-time schedule for Henderson Motorsports in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and picked up a win at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. Big Machine Racing has used a multitude of different drivers in 2022, with Tyler Reddick picking up the team's first victory at the Texas Motor Speedway. Mike? Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we're going to give you a Martinsville NASCAR Live Backtracks after a very eventful conclusion to the Xfinity 500. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Through its 75-year history, Martinsville Speedway has set the stage for some of the most memorable moments in NASCAR history. And it's no surprise that we got more in this past Sunday's race at the Martinsville Speedway. This will be a race that will be talked about for a long, long time. Let's relive all of Sunday's intense and dramatic moments with another installment of a NASCAR Live Backtracks. Kyle Larson won the pole in qualifying yesterday. He opts to start the race on the outside lane. He's got teammate Chase Elliott lined up to his inside. Field up off turn number four. Greg Harris on top of the flag stand puts the green flag in the air. And we're racing at Martinsville Speedway in the Xfinity 500. Got a battle for the lead. Here comes Denny Hamlin to the inside on Chase Elliott. Finally found a sliver of daylight to the low line on the Napa Chevrolet. But Elliott with a good draw off the top of turn number two. Here comes Hamlin again. Back to the inside. Denny Hamlin for the lead in turn four. Chase Elliott will not give it up without a fight. Elliott will continue to lead by half a car length. Here comes Denny Hamlin downstairs. Side by side for the number one spot at Martinsville. Hamlin on the inside. Chase Elliott three wheels it to the outside. Dan even down the back straightaway and into turn three. Five-time winner on the inside. One-time winner in Chase Elliott on the outside. And five-time Denny Hamlin's going to take the lead. And he will take it on lap 121. William Byron driving hard. Try to hang on to the bottom of the racetrack. Make Denny Hamlin take it the hard way if he can. Denny diamonds the corner, looks low, but nothing there, off four. Two to go in stage number one, Martinsville, Virginia, the Martinsville Speedway. Everybody watching, Denny Hamlin work the traffic. Works some room underneath the William Byron machine. He'll pull even down the back straightaway and into turn three. Oh, Byron almost crossed it up. Late breaked it into three and nearly threw it away. An absolutely dominant performance so far here at Martinsville Speedway. Denny Hamlin will just follow Kevin Harvick into turn three. And it will be the fifth stage win for Denny Hamlin in 2022. All four uncontested to the line. And Denny Hamlin has picked up the green and white checkered flag yet again. Larson will hang a left turn, drop in on his back bumper in third. Then it's Cole Custer, Ryan Blaney working hard to the outside. Brad Keselowski gets third. He and Ross Chastain got together on entry to turn number three. 
Brad Keselowski backward into the safer barrier in turn four. The race off from Perron, though. Christopher Bell wins the race off from Perron. Out second is Ryan Blaney. Third out is uh, Chase Elliott. Denny Hamlin, a rough run down pit road. Fourth out. And Kyle Larson is fifth out of pit road. Trouble in turn three. Hard lick straight into the wall for Landon Castle. May have had a right front tire go down. A big hit into the safer barrier as he rolls to a stop at the exit of turn number four. That nation's guard Chevrolet is going to need a right front clip as the window net comes down for Landon Castle. Going to need a fender too. Right front fender. Caution flag number six and. All of a sudden, uh, this changes everything. Chase Briscoe will be the race leader. He stayed on the racetrack, as did his Stuart Haas Racing teammate, Cole Custer. So Stuart Haas Racing will go one, two. Chase Briscoe in a must-win situation. They make the desperation call. Chase Briscoe on older tires will lead the field to green. Chase Briscoe win or else. Christopher Bell win or else. They go one, two down the back straightaway. For what it's worth, Christopher Bell's team put four fresh Goodyear tires on the car on lap 470. Chase Briscoe stayed on the track. He's on much older tires trying to hang on. Here they come out of turn two. Christopher Bell opens the hole to the inside. They bang coming off turn two. They are side by side down the back straightaway. Christopher Bell takes the lead, left 496, and they bump a little further back. Off turn four, white flag is in the air. Christopher Bell takes it. He sets sail for turns one and two, trying to walk off. For the second time in the last four weeks, Christopher Bell has been in a do-or-die situation. He is still alive. Final time into three, Christopher Bell from the line. He had to win, and he's going to win. Here comes Christopher Bell. He'll score the win. Further back, Ross Chastain. Chastain did a video game move, drove it, and never lifted. Put it against the safer barrier in turn three. Never lifted all the way around the turn, and Ross Chastain passes Denny Hamlin. Ross Chastain will get into the playoff. Justin Marks winning for the hug. Congratulating his driver. Have you ever seen anything like that in all your years of racing? I didn't think anything like that was possible. I think it just shows how much grit, determination, and just uh, how there's just no give up in that kid. And I, and I think that, you know, we were out at the white flag and he said, there's an opportunity to do something here to get us in. And I've never seen anything like that in my life. It's amazing. I'm so proud of this team, so proud of everybody at Trackhouse, the 99 team, the one team. Now we can go fight for a championship. It's incredible. I just fully committed, and I double-checked off a of two when we took the white flag, and Bill Surgeon and Brandon McReynolds both were yelling, yes, we need two spots, and I, uh, I grabbed fifth gear. We were used third and fourth here, and I grabbed high gear and got against the wall early and just took my hands off the wheel and, and knew my belts were tight and trusted the process and trusted this next-gen car, and I was willing to do it. And you know, If it didn't work, it didn't work, but I wasn't going to go down without at least trying. Um, I can't believe for this Moose Fraternity Chevy, Kim, that it, that it worked. All of our partners that haven't held Jockey, Worldwide Express, and the Moose, um, Kubota. Like, uh, we've got so many people, and all we ask for is a chance, and we have a chance. Had to win the round of 12. Won at Charlotte. Had to win the round of 8. Won at Martinsville. Christopher Bell, your emotions right now. Just unbelievable. You know, I I don't even know what to say. It's, a, it's such a dream come true to be here driving for Joe Gibbs Racing, and uh, driving this number 20, DeWalt Camry. They uh, they believed in me and, and through the thick and thin. You know, it, it all hasn't been roses, so uh, that was badass. <laughs> that, that was badass. Finally, Phoenix. Just I, I know you're just celebrating here. 
But uh, what you looking forward to getting at Phoenix? How, how do you run there? Holy smokes, we get to go race for a championship. Coming up, we'll look back at the seasons of Chase Elliott and Joey Logano as each eyes their second NASCAR Cup Series title. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. This year's championship for the NASCAR Cup Series features two former champions in Chase Elliott and Joey Logano and two drivers making their first appearance in the championship race in Ross Chastain and Christopher Bell. Let's start by focusing in on two of the past champions as they look to add another NASCAR Cup Series Championship Trophy to their collection. The 2022 NASCAR Cup Series season has been full of first-time happenings, both for competitors and for the series itself. But the Championship 4 is headlined by two drivers who will be going for their second career title. Hendrick Motorsports and driver Chase Elliott looking for the checkered flag. It's out. Chase Elliott wins at Phoenix. Chase Elliott scores the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series championship. For the majority of the season, Chase Elliott has been atop the Cup Series standings and pegged by many as the championship favorite. But the season did not exactly start that way for the 19. Elliott was actually the last of the four Hendrick Motorsports drivers to reach victory lane, but he was finally able to get there at the Dover Motor Speedway. Martin Truex Jr. around on the back straightaway as Chase Elliott rockets up out of turn number four and will win at Dover. That win was the start of a productive summer for Elliott. He added three more wins and was able to clinch the regular season championship and the 15 playoff points it awards before the series even headed to Daytona for the regular season finale. While the playoffs have not been the best stretch of Elliott's campaign, he has done what is necessary to advance, including the fact he added his series' best fifth win, which came at Talladega. Here comes Chase Elliott. He's going to lead him through the trioval. Can he lead him all the way to the checkered flag? Ryan Blaney is there. He'll look to the outside. He won't get there. And Chase Elliott has won at Talladega. That win at Talladega was big in the moment and, as it turns out, was one of the most important of Elliott's career. Each victory earns a driver five playoff points, which are carried throughout the entire playoff schedule. After an up-and-down round of eight, Elliott advanced to Phoenix by a mere four points over Denny Hamlin. Elliott's stats at Phoenix are strong. He has an average finish of 10.7 at the track, with the highlight being his victory in the 2020 championship race. But one of Elliott's foes in this year's championship four is another veteran also looking for his second championship. Joey said the other day, it's the big three and me. Well, me's the one who's going to win it. Joey Logano in his 10th full-time season in the Cup Series is going to win at the Ford EcoBoost 400 and the 2018 Series Championship. Joey Logano was the first driver to secure his slot in the Championship 4 by winning at Las Vegas last month. 
firsts have been the theme of Logano's 2022 season. White flag, final lap, Bush, light, clash. Who's going to victory lane? Will it be Logano or will it be Kyle Bush? One final time through three, off four, checkered flag is out, and Joey Logano has done it. Joey began the year by becoming the first driver to win in the next-gen car and the first driver to win at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in the Bush light clash. While that was a great start for Logano, it did nothing to secure him a spot in the playoffs as it was an exhibition race. And with 2022 producing so many different winners, drivers had to create opportunities to get to victory lane. Logano did just that on Mother's Day weekend. Logano's got a good run. He looks to the inside. Now he tucks back in line. Inches off of the back bumper of Byron. Drives it. Davey makes contact. Byron's in the outside wall. He got hit from the back bumper of Logano, and Logano goes to the lead. William Byron tried to block the bottom of the racetrack. Logano committed. Byron in the fence. Logano takes the white flag. Final lap at Darlington. That win secured Logano's playoff status, and for the rest of the regular season, the 22 team made it a priority to earn more checkered flags. And they were successful, with another coming at the inaugural Cup Series race at the Worldwide Technology Raceway near St. Louis. That victory could be an omen for what we see this weekend, as many drivers spoke of how similar the setups and driving style were to what often makes for a strong performance at Phoenix Raceway. Logano also boasts two career wins at Phoenix, and if he gets his third, he will join Kyle Busch as the only active drivers with more than one championship title. While Elliott and Logano have an edge when it comes to experience this weekend, they will need to best two young and hungry drivers who will be racing for a championship for the very first time, as Ross Chastain and Christopher Bell join them in the championship four. Thank you, Kurt. Coming up, we'll spotlight the paths that led Ross Chastain and Christopher Bell to fight for a championship this weekend in Phoenix. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to YouTube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6. No refunds. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. On Sunday at Martinsville, Ross Chastain had a moment that will never be forgotten in NASCAR history. He rode the wall all the way down the backstretch through turns three and four in the gas to pass the people he needed to pass to make it into the championship four. Somehow overshadowed was Christopher Bell, who, for the second time in this playoffs this year, won a critical cutoff race to advance to the next round. But this past weekend only tells part of the story the 2022 seasons for Ross Chastain and Christopher Bell. While Chase Elliott and Joey Logano will be looking to add their name to the sport's shortlist of multi-time Cup Series champions, the other two drivers in the championship four are here for the first time, and both have proven that they have the clutch gene to do whatever it takes to get there. Christopher Bell comes from the powerhouse team of Joe Gibbs Racing, but throughout the majority of the season, Bell probably would have been the last of the four JGR drivers that would be expected to reach this point. Not because he isn't talented, 
but because he is teammates with three future Hall of Famers. Despite that, expectations have always been lofty for the Oklahoma driver, and he lived up to them early in his career for Kyle Busch Motorsports. It'll be a first career victory for rookie driver Chase Briscoe and a first NASCAR championship for Christopher Bell, who takes the title for the 2017 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. That championship put Bell on the fast track to the NASCAR Xfinity Series and then the Cup Series, where he started with Levine Family Racing before JGR and Toyota pegged him to replace Eric Jones in the 20 car, a move many were questioning even as we entered 2022. While this year Bell has silenced all of his doubters, many thought veteran drivers like Kevin Harvick and Martin Truix Jr. would have the advantage over him in a point battle to make the playoffs. Bell won at New Hampshire to remove all doubt. And while Bell wasn't at the top of the playoff grid to start, he had the most impressive round of 16 of any driver, to the point where he started to be considered a championship dark horse. But then he struggled in the round of 12 and entered the Charlotte Roval with his back against the wall. In a do-or-die scenario, Bell did what needed to be done and won that race to advance into the round of eight. Bell find himself behind the eight ball again heading into Martinsville after getting caught up in a wreck at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway that was no fault of his own and once again pulled off another walk-off win. Bell doesn't have the best stats at Phoenix in the Cup Series but has a win there in the Xfinity Series and it's hard to count him out after the playoff run he's been on. Because of the legendary finish at Martinsville, Bell and the final drivers in the championship four will be tied together for eternity. He had to win and he's going to win. Here comes Christopher Bell. He'll score the win. Further back, Ross Chastain. Chastain did a video game move, drove it and never lifted. Put it against the safer barrier in turn three, never lifted all the way around the turn. And Ross Chastain passes Denny Hamlin. Ross Chastain will get into the playoff. I cannot believe what I just saw. He came down the back straightaway, wide open, never lifted, almost 70 miles per hour, faster than anybody. Beat Denny Hamlin by four feet to the line. Never in my life have I seen a move like that. 2022 has presented an enormous amount of storylines in NASCAR, but at the top of the list has been what Ross Chastain and Trackhouse Racing have accomplished. Ross in his first year driving for the team, and the team is only in its second year of existence, but they have a chance to win the title. It was clearly early on in the season that Ross and Trackhouse had speed, but they proved that they could put it all together when Chastain scored the first victory for both himself and the team after a thrilling last lap battle with A.J. Allmendinger and Alex Bowman at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Chastain then proved that he wasn't a flash in the pan after another thrilling finish at Talladega. Here they come racing to the tri-oval. And Kurt Busch is in the middle lane. They're crashing behind him. Kurt Busch hard into the outside wall. Bubba Wallace into the wall, steaming to the line. Ross Chastain will win the Geico 500. Ross Chastain avoided a couple of crashes coming to the line. He picks up the win in the Geico 500. While the future looked bright for Ross at that point, the summer was a struggle. 
The Melon Man found himself in on-track incidents with Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott that left many questioning whether the field would allow Ross to win another race, let alone compete for a championship. This is Trouble the- turn two! Denny Hamlin gets hit from behind by Ross Chastain. He wallops the outside safer barrier. Chastain with a small advantage on the outside. Hamlin is right there, puts the squeeze on him, puts him up and he's in the wall! Chastain goes for a long spin off turn one and into the inside wall. Ross took his lumps and steadied the ship in the playoffs. Chastain didn't show winning speed, but was never truly in danger of being eliminated in the first two rounds. The intensity always ramps up in the round of eight, and Ross got back to early season form and scored back-to-back second-place finishes to start the round. Even with the finishes, Ross found himself needing two spots on the final lap to advance to Phoenix. And as you heard, he pulled off a legendary move to make that happen. Now that Ross has advanced, it's hard not to consider him a favorite at Phoenix after he scored a second place finish there back in March, better than the other three title contenders. Chastain and Bell have already pulled off moves that can make legends in the 2022 playoffs, If either of them are crowned champions on Sunday, their legend status will be cemented. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, Todd Gordon and Dave Moody will join me for a NASCAR Live Fast Forum. We'll preview the championship weekend, and later, we'll look at the NASCAR Xfinity and Camping World Truck Series Championship 4s as well. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live, getting set to make a run into Phoenix this weekend to crown some champions in the trucks, the Xfinity, and the NASCAR Cup Series. It's time for a NASCAR Live Fast Forum where we bring in Dave Moody and championship winning and Daytona 500 winning crew chief Todd Gordon. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are we doing today? Great, Mike. Ready to go. Yeah, looking forward to an awesome weekend coming up. Before we get to Phoenix, let's tend to matters of Martinsville. If there was something to supersede, Ty Gibbs move on Brandon Jones on Saturday. It was Ross Chastain's wall riding run to the checkered flag on Sunday. Dave, you had a front row seat for that. Have you had a chance to process what you saw there at the end? You know, I saw it in person, Mike, and then I drove home and I watched it on, on YouTube about two dozen times. I've watched it at least two dozen more times. And I don't believe it any better now than I did the first time I saw it. And apparently nobody else does either because they're they're, they're closing in on like 12 million views at this point. It was just the darndest thing I've ever seen before in my life. And that will be shown on the all-time NASCAR highlight reel 50 years from now. It was an amazing, an amazing thing to try to do and an amazing thing to succeed in doing. Todd, what about from the crew chief's perspective? What are your thoughts? So, you know, we, we saw this in 2014. Ryan Newman used up Kyle Larson back then at, at Phoenix for a transfer spot because he wanted to get to the final four. And honestly, I'll, I'll tell you, Joey Logano and I, we spent 2015 forward working on what we could do about running the wall at Phoenix if we got in that same position. Something we had played with, but I, I'm amazed that somebody actually had the guts to do it. It's a, it, it was impressive. Uh, I think the new car helps him with this. I think the way the wheels are, kind of the wheels rub on the, on the wall and not the tires. I think, uh, I mean, 
if you make a move that can trump a walk-off win, the second walk-off win necessary for Christopher Bell, you've done something really special. And it'll be interesting to see where that goes this weekend. Well, this weekend, we mentioned the Chastain move, the Bell win. They are two of the championship four. Christopher Bell and Ross Chastain joining Joey Logano and Chase Elliott as the four that will run for the Cup Series title. Todd, I'll begin with you on this. Who has the fender out in front? Who has the advantage coming into Phoenix of those four? I could argue for all four of them uh, as you look forward. I, I truly believe that Paul Wolf, Joey Logano have the fender out in front because they've had two weeks to work on this. We've got a 50-minute practice here. We'll get the cars back to tune on them afterwards. They haven't been thrashing on how they're going to transfer. They've been just thinking about Phoenix. And, and um, I, I think, you know, Joey's won one. When we won an 18, that's how we did it. We won that first race of the third round uh, and put us where we could work on it. I think Paul has done a good job of that. But you can't write off Adam Stevens, two-time champion for Christopher Bell and the momentum they have and the fact that they've come through on must-win situations. Uh, I think here's the third one and a third opportunity for them to do it. How can you write out Chase Elliott, who's a, a champion, and Alan Gustafson, who went on, a, they've got the most wins this year. Uh, and Ross Chastain proved he's willing to do anything to get through. So I think all four can be can be talked about very, very highly. Dave, what about you? Yeah, I would agree. I, I think experience-wise, you know, maybe Joey Logano has a bumper ahead of the pack on that. Um, I'm a little concerned with Chase Elliott, because quite honestly, had it not been for that war chest of playoff points that he accumulated through the regular season, he's kind of stumbled his way through the the postseason here and, and had enough to advance, but not been really impressive in doing it. I mean, as recently as Martinsville, barely eking out a top 10 finish at the end of the day, but it's a one race deal, man. It's it's just do it or don't do it. And all four of the people that are still in the running for this championship can pull it off on any given day. Dave, I think you bring up a good point. Todd, if you were in charge of the nine team, Alan is very capable. We're speaking of Alan Gustafson, the crew chief, but with some maybe faltering performance or different performance than what you're used to going into the championship race, what would your message be to the nine team? Well, we've done this before. You know, you look back, he's two years removed from, I mean, failing tech multiple times, starting at the back and driving through the field to win a championship um, at Phoenix. They've been here, they've done that. Um, you know, they, they had a decent run going in the spring, uh, Not if not for, for spinning out late and, and learning this new car. A lot of people had struggles with it, but they had a great performance, ran in the top two or three most of the race. Uh, I'd be talking back about that and focusing on the opportunity we have in front of us. That, that, and that group can elevate when they need to. I agree with Dave. I would say performance to this point, I'm probably the least excited about where they've been, but I also know that they're both champions and they've done this before so they can build up. Transitioning over to the NASCAR Xfinity Series side of the house, and while we have seen a lot of performance out of Noah Gregson, Noah's going to have to race Ty Gibbs, Josh Berry, and Justin Allgaier for the title. Three junior motorsports teams, against one JGR team. Dave, how do you see that playing out? Uh, three junior motorsports teams against one thoroughly outnumbered and embattled Joe Gibbs racing team. I, I, I'm telling you, if I'm Ty Gibbs and his race team, I'm not going into this thing with a super high level of confidence because he's not made a lot of friends this year. 
there are there are there's more than one driver out there that has sworn in a moment of anger that Ty Gibbs will never win a championship, and that's not a great way to be going in. I, I think on paper. I would say that Noah Gregson, just in terms of the sheer number of wins and the performance week after week after week contending for the win, probably makes him a favorite. But but again, you know, we saw last year's cup championship come down to who got the best stop at money stop time. It could well be the same in Xfinity. Todd, I know that we don't take the hats to victory lane before the race is over, but I would say with uh, with an arsenal 75% full, the odds are looking good for Junior Motorsports on Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I would say so as well. I kind of echo Dave's sentiments there. I, I think Ty, I mean, Ty's got a ton of talent. He's got a lot of growing up to do in, in figuring out where this goes. And, and um, I think it's going to be an uphill battle for the 5014 this weekend. You know, I, I agree with Dave. You know, Noah's been, Noah's kind of been on cruise control because he's got his way through. I wouldn't count Josh Berry out. He's been a, been a huge talent. And, and, and you can't count out the, just the, years of experience that Justin Elgar does. I think it'll be a hell, hell of a race between those three J, um, JR Motorsports cars. And, and, and I mean, Ty's got talent to get him there, but it's going to be a heck of a battle. And Dave, obviously, will kick the proceedings off with the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Their championship for Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, and Ben Rhodes. I would say that's going to be a battle royale to kick the weekend off on Friday night got the defending series champion in the championship four, Mike, but I I don't even know that it's debatable that he's been the weakest of the four. Ben Rhodes kind of kind of snuck in the back door to all of this thing. Ty Majeski had not been kicking the doors in at all until the last two or three weeks, and all of a sudden he's found his mojo. I think start to finish throughout the year, Zane Smith and Chandler Smith have been better than the other two, uh, but I don't know that what you did back in April, May, June, and July really matters all that much when we go to Phoenix. Somebody's just going to have to pull the rabbit out of the hat. I I would say Zane Smith, after a couple of runner-up finishes in the last two years, he certainly feels like it's his turn, whether it is or not remains to be seen they're all chomping at the bit to run for the title motor racing network will have it all covered for you coming up this weekend from phoenix arizona gentlemen we appreciate the time and the perspective and we can't wait to get to phoenix i know you guys can't wait to see how it shakes out as well pretty roll thanks guys thanks mike coming up we're going to do a deeper dive into the xfinity series and camping world truck series championship races and later we'll flash back to the 2015 quicken loans 500 NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Before the NASCAR Cup Series crowns its champion, the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series will take center stage on Friday and Saturday. Our Tim Cattlefamo is here to take us through the championship events for the tough trucks of NASCAR and for the Xfinity Series as well. While the NASCAR Cup Series will dominate the headlines on Sunday, the Camping World Truck Series and the Xfinity Series will help make up a full weekend of championship races ahead at Phoenix Raceway. The Camping World Truck Series will kick things off with the Lucas Oil 150 on Friday night. The championship four for the Truck Series was set earlier this month at the Homestead Miami Speedway, and for all intents and purposes, looks to be an extremely competitive championship group. Off 
turn four, checkered flag in the air, the 2021 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series champion from Louisville, Kentucky, Ben Rhodes picks up the championship. He is, for the first time in his career, a champion in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. The Truck Series Championship 4 field is headlined by the defending series champion, Ben Rhodes. While Rhodes has had a very consistent season so far in 2022, his only win came back at the Bristol Dirt Race in the spring. The Kentucky driver will have experience on his side, however, after his 2021 championship run. Rhodes also used some veteran moxie to advance to Phoenix this year by just a single point over Stort Friesen. Rhodes' biggest competition for the title might be the driver who won this race at Phoenix Raceway last season, Chandler Smith. Smith has already carried the momentum from the 2021 season finale into the best season of his young career. Smith has three wins in 2022 and has finished in the top five in all three of his career starts at Phoenix Raceway. The breakout season continues. A dominating win tonight for Zane Smith. Off four. Final time. Checkered flag is out. And Zane Smith picks up the win in the heart of America 200 at the Kansas Speedway. The three wins for Chandler Smith in 2022 has only been matched by one other driver, Zane Smith. Zane is also in the middle of a career season. His three wins spurred a regular season championship for Front Row Motorsports, and he has tasted the championship four twice before. Zane Smith has two career starts in the Valley of the Sun, but has come up short each time, including being passed by Ben Rhodes in the closing laps of last year's race. The final member of the championship four might be the most surprising, but also the one with the most momentum. Ty Majeski has picked the perfect time to go on the best run of his truck series career. Majeski has picked up his first two career victories in the round of eight at Bristol and Homestead. If Majeski wins this weekend, he will join Matt Crafton and Ben Rhodes as Thor Sport Racing drivers to be crowned truck series champion. The championship weekend rolls along on Saturday evening with the NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship. The four drivers racing for the title are sure to deliver just as competitive of a title race as the Truck Series. The story of their championship four looks to be one driver versus the world. White flag, Martinsville Speedway, one more time around. A must-win situation for Brandon Jones. He's in the fence in turn number one as Ty Gibbs gets into the back of Brandon Jones wipes out the race leader and we go under the caution flag. Ty Gibbs cemented his status as the biggest villain NASCAR has seen in a very long time after he punted his teammate Brandon Jones out of the lead on the last lap at Martinsville Speedway last weekend. Whatever the fans feel about Ty Gibbs, his talent cannot be denied. The grandson of Joe Gibbs has amassed six wins in 2022 and his first full-time season in the Xfinity Series. The question is, will Gibbs face retaliation from other drivers in the field as he looks to beat three drivers from the dominant team of the season? Checkered flag in the air, and Noah Gregson wins the United Rentals 200 at Phoenix Raceway. Checkered flag is in the air, and Josh Berry wins the A-game 200 at the Monster Mile at Dover Motor Speedway. It's over at Darlington. Checkered flag in the air, and Justin Allgaier has broken the drought. Justin Allgaier has won the Mahindra Roxor 200 
While Ty Gibbs' success has been a big part of the story in 2022, the dominant story and team has been Junior Motorsports. The team has won a staggering 15 of the 32 races so far and have three of their four full-time drivers in the championship for this weekend. The star within that group is, of course, Noah Gregson. The Las Vegas driver seems to have reached his full potential in 2022. Gregson has bested Ty Gibbs six wins with eight of his own, including a win at Phoenix Raceway earlier this season. Gregson's teammate Josh Berry was the first driver to lock into the championship four by winning at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Like Ty Gibbs, Josh Berry is racing full-time in the Xfinity Series for the first time, but has taken an entirely different path to get to this point. Berry has spurred racing a late model for Dale Earnhardt Jr. into multiple opportunities and has taken advantage of every last one. If Josh Berry can take advantage of another great opportunity ahead of him this weekend, he will forever be known as an Xfinity Series champion. Rounding out the championship four is the veteran of the bunch, Justin Allgaier. Allgaier has yet another chance to capture that elusive Xfinity Series championship at the track that many consider to be his best. The elder statesman of the series has more starts at Phoenix than his three competitors combined, along with two wins. If Allgaier gets his third Phoenix victory this weekend, it would be a popular one amongst fans and the garage area. Those two races will crown champions and are sure to be an excellent taste setter for what is to come with the NASCAR Cup Series Championship on Sunday afternoon. Thank you, Tim. Coming up, a flashback to the 2015 Quicken Loans 500. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live for this weekend's MRN Classic Race. We're going to take a look back at the 2015 Quicken Loans 500 from Phoenix Raceway. Feel to have their eyes on the flag stand as the American, American ethanol green flag goes in the air and the Quicken Loans Race for Heroes 500 is underway. The field is in turn one. Battle for the top spot is absolutely dead even with Jimmy Johnson on the low side. Kurt Busch trying to make that outside groove work. They're still wheel to wheel through the dog leg. And he's making it work in the outside lane is Kurt Busch as he takes the top spot away from Jimmy Johnson. First time into turn number three here this evening. Johnson in second. Dale he has been fast all weekend long. Talking about Kurt Busch, he leads Jimmy Johnson, Dale Jr., Kyle Larson, and Carl Edwards. Bit of a battle there for the fourth spot and wins away as Kyle Larson locks it down. Carl Edwards is in that fifth spot. He's feeling a lot of heat from Martin Truex Jr. And that's Kevin Harvick next in line. First side-by-side -side battle quickly goes away. Kyle Busch moving around his Joe Gibbs Racing teammate in Eric Jones. Then they stack up behind them just outside of the top ten with Casey Canyon. All this going on behind the race leader, Kurt Busch. His advantage, six car lanes back to the west end of the track. Trying to stretch it out a little bit over Jimmy Johnson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. closing in on his teammate from that third position. Kyle Larson running all by himself in fourth. Battle for second beginning to tighten up just a bit. Jimmy Johnson has that spot. Dale Earnhardt Jr. closing in now to within one car length off the corner. And they come now working back off turn number four. Only three laps are complete. A couple of drivers going side by side, leaving on one another. It's Jeff Gordon and Jamie McMurray. McMurray has the slight advantage when they come into the corner, and now Jeff Gordon just throws a 
to Chevrolet in there. Taps Jamie McMurray just a little bit. Who's smoking from the left rear side is Jimmy McMurray. Maybe a bit of a tire rub for Jamie McMurray after contact last time by there. Three wide in the turn three. Joey Logano's going to pass them both to the inside of Jeff Gordon and Jamie McMurray. So Joey Logano working his way closer to the front of the field. He'll move his way to the top spot, or rather inside the top ten into the 11th position back in one. Keeping an eye on the Jamie McMurray machine this time around. Yes, there's still smoke coming from that left rear. You heard Kyle Ricky say that could be a result of the slight contact with Jeff Gordon. Gets back in the line in the 12th position. Just a couple of car lengths now behind Joey Logano, who is beginning to drive away. Jeff Gordon, next car in line, followed by Austin Dillon and Denny Hamlin. Kurt Busch apparently jumped the start, and he has just received the black flag from NASCAR. The race leader, Kurt Busch, jumping the start, and NASCAR has black flag Kurt Busch. He is the race leader, Rusty Wallace. Oh, what a dagger for Kurt Busch. Oh, that just makes you sick as a driver. There's no doubt about that because he's got a fast car. He's leading this race right now, and you've got to believe that he is just flat, hot under the collar right now at NASCAR. No question about it. So Kurt Busch continuing to lead the field at pace. He's taken the black flag for the second time. We'll see if he'll exit the pit uh, racetrack to head for pit road this time by. Jimmy Johnson on his back bumper, poised to take the top spot past the opening to pit road. Kurt Busch says, no way. I'm not coming in. Black flag for the third time for Kurt Busch as he goes back to turn one. Dale Earnhardt Jr., you had a fast car, but you also right place right time. Tell us about that uh, pit call when uh, when Greg Eyes brought you down pit road. Did you have any idea the rain was coming? We had an idea that the rain was in the area, but we uh, all the circumstances that played out at the end of the race were just kind of luck, I think. But um, you know, I want to give Greg a lot of credit and the guys because they give us a good enough car to to come here and qualify well. I think the reason why we won this race is because of the way we qualified. They give ourselves a position to be up front all night. If something like this kind of quirky happens, we were able to capitalize. It's, um, you know, it's a rain-shortened win, but uh, my guys are very proud of it because of how the car ran all weekend, and we put ourselves in this position. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys would love to see this race continue and have an opportunity to race to the chase. If I had four or six inches of Talladega, we'd be going there to Homestead to race for the championship, too. So I kind of, you know, it works out for some and some it doesn't. But... We'll take this win. This has uh, uh, been a long year, and we put a lot of effort into it, and we're starting to see some things turn turn around and work for us like we want. And uh, we were fast all weekend, so real proud of this. And that last pit stop, either you made up a lot of time on pit road or the crew did, or a little bit of both. I think when the caution come out, the guys, the four and the 22, had to slow. So, And I'm coming out of my pit box right here at the flag stand, so when I cross the flag stand, I'm scored there. And uh, so I was ahead of the four and those guys at that point. And it just kind of, you know, it's quirky circumstances how it worked out there at the end. Uh, this reminds me of 1981 at Richmond when Dave Marcus won a, won, a, won a rained out race there, his last victory. Uh, this reminds me a lot of that. He was just in the right place at the right time, and uh, so are we. If anybody's going to remember history, it's going to be Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Dale, third time here at Phoenix. This has been a good racetrack for you. I really enjoy racing here. Uh, I enjoy, the, you know, the fans here really support this racetrack. You got a lot of, lot of race fans in this area that come out here. Um, this place has got a lot of history, so we love coming here. And, uh, yeah, we've had some great wins here. It's been a long time since we won uh, at this track. It's good to get another one. Just like Dave Marcus back in 1981, Dale Earnhardt Jr. in 2015 is victorious. Hear that classic race on MRN Classics this week and on MRN.com. This MRN flashback is brought to you by Mahindra. Race fans, don't forget to cheer for Chase Briscoe in the Mahindra Tractor's number 14 car and race into your local dealer for big savings on Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. 
I'd like to thank Dave Moody and Todd Gordon for joining us on this week's show. I'm Mike Bagley, and for the rest of the MRN crew, we thank you for joining us as well. It is off to Phoenix to crown some champions. We'll be back next week right here to talk about it. We'll also preview this weekend's festivities coming up on NASCAR Live Wide Open on Thursday. And, of course, we'll be with you for the final NASCAR Live Race Day show live from Phoenix before we drop the curtain on the season. We hope that you have a great week. We hope that you have a great Phoenix weekend. And we'll reconvene next week right here at 7 p.m. Eastern on NASCAR Live yet again. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. It works fast, and you won't stink. And by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Today's broadcast was directed by Trey Downey and Julian Council. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all of the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts and descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.